Hello and welcome back, and thank you for making the podcast a part of your week. Uh, We started this week on Monday looking at flashy pastors who flaunt their wealth. Uh, What should we make of them? Uh, There, Pastor John briefly mentioned uh, a text in 2 Corinthians where Paul says that we are not like so many peddlers of God's word. Uh, That's verse 17. It's a memorable phrase. But that whole section is valuable for anyone called to ministry. It offers up five tests to help you discern whether you have been called to be a minister of the gospel. It's a very high calling. It's high because uh, ministers are, Paul says, the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing, to one a fragrance from death to death, to the other a fragrance from life to life. That's 2 Corinthians 2, verses 15 and 16. Gospel ministry is not about becoming a creator. Uh, Gospel ministry is not about making content. Gospel ministry is telling sinners, come with me and live, or turn away and die. The stakes are that high. Here's Pastor John to paint an especially sobering picture of what the ministry represents. If you knew that tomorrow you were going to go to Nicolet Mall and walk down among all those people, and as you walked, some would get behind you and walk with you and be saved, and everybody else would drop dead. Everybody. Would that feel heavy? Would you want to go there? Wouldn't you be tempted to say, I don't think I can do that. Who is sufficient for these things? I'm going to be a divider of the human race in India. Who who can bear this? That's the question that he asks in verse 16 at the end. Who is sufficient for these things? Now, in one sense, of course, the answer is nobody. But that's not Paul's answer here. He said in chapter 1, verse 12, that by the grace of God, he had this ministry. He said that also in Romans 1, 5. And here in chapter 3, verse 5, just drop down six verses to chapter 3, verse 5, and you see our sufficiency. This is at the end of verse 5. Our sufficiency is from God. So no, nobody is sufficient in themselves. There are no sufficient missionaries, no sufficient pastors, no sufficient anybody who's following Jesus. We all lean like cripples on God. So I think one of the most crucial questions now that you can ask yourself as we come toward the end of this service is whether you can do this. Can I do this? Can I bear the weight of being the aroma from life to life, yeah, that would be glorious. And death to death, that would be almost unbearable. So can you do it? And, and the answer, I believe, is given in whether you deal with verse 17 a certain way. Paul gives here five tests to help you know whether you can do this. And I'm going to take these five tests and turn them into questions and close with those five questions. So these are five questions, 
for everyone. And how you answer them, I think, will encourage you that by God's grace, you can, you can do this. Number one, do you treasure Christ enough so that you don't peddle his word? For we are not, like so many, peddlers of God's word. We don't sell the word of God. That means we love Christ more than we love money. We don't love money and use Christ. We love Christ and can let money go. That's the first question. Do you love Christ more than you love money? Question number two. Now here, the next four questions come in four phrases which strictly, grammatically modify the word speak. So it's literally, we speak from sincerity, we speak from God, we speak before God, we speak in Christ. That's the four next questions. So let's take them one at a time, turn them into questions. One or two. Will you speak from sincerity? That is, will you mean what you say? Will you renounce all sham, all pretense, all need to look like what you're not? Will you be real? Question number three. Will you speak from God? Translated in the ESV, commissioned by God. That's one meaning. Will you speak from God? That is, will you take His word and speak it, not your own word? Will you take His authority and speak it, not your own authority? Will you take His wisdom, power, and live in it, not your own wisdom and power? Will you always look away to His word, power, wisdom? Lean on Him. Be from Him. Question number four. Will you speak as before God, which I think means, will you count him to be your judge and no man? That is, will you fear no man and know that God alone is the one to whom you give account? Will you play to one audience and not worry about what other people say? Will you not be deterred by the criticism of other people but only look away to your Father and by His Word discern His approval before God. Finally, will you speak in Christ? That is, will you get your identity from being in Christ? Will you get your assurance before God from being in Christ? I promise you, if you're wired like John Piper, every day you will go to bed uncertain whether you lived your life the way you should. Every day. Because I have so many options. A constant, selective neglect of good things is what my life seems to be made up of. Have I made good choices? How can I sleep? In Christ is my only hope for going to bed with any peace at all. How else can you live? In Christ for your assurance. In Christ 
for your hope, in Christ for your confidence, in Christ for your courage, everything flowing from the union with Christ. There are no perfect missionaries. The answer to these questions, I hope, in all of your hearts was something like this. Yes, inasmuch as I know my own heart, that's my longing. That's my commitment. I, I don't. There are folds and contours of my heart where hidden things lie. I know, cleanse me from hidden faults, but inasmuch as I know my own heart, yes to those questions. Help me to love you more than money. Help me to be real and sincere. Help me to speak your word. Help me to fear no man. Help me to get all I need from being in Christ. Hmm. Yes, ministry pushes you back onto the sufficiency of Christ. It's a sobering word here. I pulled this clip from a sermon on missions delivered on October 29th, 2006, titled The Aroma of Christ Among the Nations. Uh, it's online on the site in both audio and video format. If you have a sermon clip to share with me, email me and give me your name, hometown, the sermon title, the timestamp of where the clip happens in the audio, and make a note of what stands out to you. Put the word clip in the subject line of an email and send it to me at askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. That's an email address, askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. Well, as you can imagine, when one spouse gets saved and the other spouse does not, it leads to new tensions inside of the home, and one of those tensions will be the topic on the table on Friday. I am your host, Tony Ranke, and we are rejoined in studio with Pastor John to end the week on Friday. See you then.